0: Welcome to today's daily audio podcast with Pastor Ken Spicer. We invite you to search the scriptures daily and allow God's love, grace, and favor to be the hallmarks of your life. Now prepare your hearts to hear a word from God today. Hi everybody, welcome to the podcast today. It is good to have you with me. And uh, today we're starting a new chapter, chapter number 8 in the book of Acts. We're working our way right on through. Uh, You'll remember yesterday that we finished off with the death of Stephen. And as the incensed and crazed Pharisees stoned him to death, it says that the people took off their outer garments and laid them at the feet of a young man named Saul. And so today we're going to pick up in chapter 8, verse number 1. It says, Now Saul was consenting to his death, speaking of Stephen, of course. At that time a great persecution arose against the church, which was at Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria except the, the apostles. Now, I find this interesting for a couple of reasons. First of all, like we've already said, and we saw the reaction of the Pharisees yesterday as, as uh, Stephen was preaching his message, that many people reject the truth. And even in our own community, sometimes we see it where there will be certain people, whether it's in the city government or whether it's in some other aspect of, of civic leadership that really don't care for us very much or our church. And it could be because somebody that said they went to our church did something silly or foolish. But a lot of times I find and what I think it is is that that people just are rubbed the wrong way with the spirit of, uh, of God when, when they are not uh, born again or saved. And so I think that's most of it. And, and here we see now that persecution has come against the church in Jerusalem specifically. And then because of this uh, persecution, the believers there were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria, but the apostles stayed put. So they were called there to Jerusalem, uh, but the rest of the people went, went out to other places. Now I want to share with you a verse, uh, if you'll remember uh, some weeks back now, out of chapter 1 and verse number 8. This is Jesus um, encouraging his followers. There were 120 of them in the upper room. Well, they may, maybe they weren't in the upper room yet, but he was commanding, commanding them to go wait in the upper room. And in verse 8, he says, But you shall receive power. So this is Acts 1.8 now. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So this is what he said would happen when the church becomes, and I, now I mean the, the people, when, when the church becomes empowered by the Holy Spirit, not just born again, but empowered in a subsequent experience, which we will start seeing now beginning, uh, well, we already saw it in Acts chapter 2, and we're going to start seeing it now more prevalently through the rest of the book of Acts, and I'll point it out as we hit each of these each of these uh, examples, then I'll point those out to you so you don't have to try to remember that right now. But notice that Jesus said that we as witnesses, or them specifically, the church there in Jerusalem, would be a witness unto Him. And they would go to not just Jerusalem, but Judea and Samaria. Specifically, And then here it says that when the persecution came, the people were scattered and they went to Judea and Samaria specifically. I find this interesting because it appears to me that even though Jesus said that's what would happen, it never did. And this is some years now after all of those incidences. Um, some time at least after. A significant amount of time. It probably wasn't years. Uh, but here we see that everybody just stayed put. And, and things are just kind of going along as, as usual. Um, but then persecution came, which would seem to be very negative and very bad, and of course it cost Stephen his life, but, uh, but it, it put everybody in place. You know, the Bible says in the New Testament that if the devil had known what he was doing, he would not have crucified the Lord of Glory and so the devil didn't know what was coming next he doesn't he's not omnipotent and all of that so he's just doing what he does but what he did played right into the plan of god well here we see that god didn't want stephen to die necessarily he it wasn't his plan his plan was was for stephen although there i think are a certain grace for martyrs but this persecution that had come to jerusalem It worked out to the further good because it actually fulfilled what Jesus said would begin to happen in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Uh, and so here we see that the persecution came and caused the people to do exactly what God said they would do friends sometimes in your life the pressure comes and it's not necessarily an attack of the devil but it's something God allows to get you in in line or in step now I'm not talking about disciplinary stuff where God brings disease on you to teach you a lesson because that that he doesn't do Uh, God cannot tempt us with evil the Bible says but he allows certain things in our life to come so That we can wake up to reality if you will and get in step with his plan and sometimes we don't even know that's happening it just happens and then we look back and go man that was god all the way Uh, you know i tell a story uh, about our our church uh, project and how we got a two year delay a two and a half year delay a few years ago and it turned out to our benefit because there was an application of a certain type of concrete that we are now able to use in our parking lot that that Stops the problem of water runoff, but that product didn't exist two and a half years ago. So all the while I'm rebuking the devil, calling down fire, and coming against you know every attack of the enemy. Uh, God was using that delay to position us to be financially blessed and not... Uh, it wasn't a curse at all and so here we see that, that, that the persecution comes now the disciples are scattered and then it says verse 2 a devout, uh, and devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentation over him so they were burying him in the proper way and it says as for Saul he made havoc of the church entering every house and dragging off men and women committing them to prison uh, he was definitely also responsible for killing many people Uh, Martyring them for their faith as as well, and so he was a bad guy. He 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 was passionate about what he believed. He was a Pharisee of Pharisees. He will tell us later in his writings. Uh, He he sat at the feet of Gamaliel, who's already we've already heard from in the book of Acts so far. He was committed, and God arrests him, and we'll see this in in the next chapter, and uses him in a mighty way. Now now think about it this way: most Christians would never kill anybody. Uh, but most of them will never save anybody either. Here, God had to find a man who was passionate enough to kill so that he would also be passionate enough to save. And I know that I, I understand that it's God's God's grace that saves, and it's His love and all of that. But, but you and I, we really have to carry this message to the world if it's going to get out there. And then it goes on to say, and I'm going to quit here for the day in, chapter, in verse 4. It says, Therefore those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. So again, that ties into verse 1 where they are actually fulfilling what God called them to do in a sense that they're now out there away from Jerusalem, away from where they started, doing something with what they've been given and preaching everywhere the Word of God. You know the last semester that I preached, uh, that I taught in Bible college uh, at at uh, you know 10 or so years ago I told my class, I said listen uh, we we're at a you know at a, at a mega church and I said listen some of you may have to leave this place to fulfill what God's called you to do and uh, you know people I think maybe thought about that before. Maybe they hadn't. But then within six months, we were gone from there, my wife and I, and we were out planting a church. I had no idea that I was speaking sort of prophetically of my own life as well, uh, and that I would be blazing a trail for these people to show them that it can be done. But I think that sometimes God calls us to a place, and then there will be a time when He calls us through a place. And of course, you know, in our progression and maturity, He's incrementally getting us to the place He wants us to be, only to share the gospel with people. That's what this is all about. It's not about us being something wonderful, but it's about us being carriers of the goodness of God's gospel. Well, friend, that is all of our time today. That takes us through the uh, first four verses of chapter 8, so we'll pick up right here tomorrow morning in Acts chapter 5. Thank you for being with me, and God bless. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We pray you are blessed by God's Word. For more information, visit our website at www.NewCreationCA.org.